Slinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome in uh, our next guest, our good friend, Bryce Cherry, sports editor of the Waco Tribune-Herald. Bryce, we were saying earlier, uh, quite an eventful weekend for you. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it really was. The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Just so happened that when I uh, came to Waco, it made me because my first day of work was the day before my birthday. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, so that was, that was that honestly kind of a weird birthday because I didn't really know uh, anyone in Waco <laughs> at the time. <laughs> so that 25th birthday... Uh, was, you know, probably fairly subdued. But uh, number 50, yes, I celebrated 50 years on the planet yesterday and had uh, some great time with family and friends over the weekend. Um, and then the other thing that you referenced, obviously, was uh, my my anniversary of the trip. One yeah. Years, uh, that would have been Saturday. So, yeah, uh, pretty cool uh, that... Uh, those just kind of happened to line up, and, and I, I think I mentioned it in my column. You know, it's half of my life that I've been working for the Waco Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Mr. 2550, Bryce Cherry, who was on with us yesterday. Fun visit with him coming off the big weekend. More like 5150. 51? 5150 is a psychiatric hold. That's the uh, no. I, it's also the name of Van Halen album, but the only and that's the only reason I know that. But that's, okay, I think it's police code or 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 we have EMS a 5150. Yeah, yeah. For one of those, it's code for a. That's uh, funny. Yeah, that. I used to know those when I was uh, camped out in the newsroom at KWTX. Right, right. I know a few, but yeah, that one I know because that's one of my favorite albums of all time. 5150. Van Halen, 5150. Great Bryce, Bryce, I say 2550. Aaron says 5150. (laughs) He knows I'm kidding. (laughs) But Bryce was on with us yesterday. If you missed uh, any or all of that, available on the website, SyntexSportsFan.com. Or on social media at 1660 ESPN. Always fun to visit with uh, Bryce Cherry. And we're glad you're tuned in here on a Tuesday afternoon. Always on 1660 AM. Also in the Waco area on 92.3 FM. Uh, Beautiful FM signal there. So tune us in wherever you would like. And uh, here's what we have coming up in the hour. We've run a few of these. And this one is really good as I was listening to it. We'll let you hear from Sonny Dykes, the TCU head football coach, from his presentation at the Big 12 Media Days. Um, TCU coming off that fabulous 13-2 and season, played for the Big 12 championship, lost to Kansas State, won a game in the college football playoff, beat Michigan in that wild game. Then, did they have another game after that, or did the season just end right there? You know, I, I – and – I have, I'm not, and I'm not making light. No, no, I know. I they, mean, they played in the CFP national. Absolutely, and I've I've had that conversation 
Yeah, my brother-in-law's graduated from TCU. Horn Frog, great guy. Mm. You know, never not a trash talker. You know, we'll root for Baylor if they're not playing TCU, which is more than I can do. But, <laughs> but I, I, I've gotten into not arguments, but I've had conversations with people making fun of that loss, and I'm like, look, them beating Michigan is one of the biggest wins in the whole history of the Big 12. Yeah. Because it's the first time that a Big 12 team has won a playoff game. That's right. All those trips to to the playoffs from Oklahoma, they never won again. A couple of close ones. Yep. A lot of blowouts, just like that one, but but never won one. So give TCU their credit. They had a great season. They made the playoffs and won a game, which very few teams in the country can say. Yeah. No, I give them a ton of credit. Just ran into a you know a pro team in the championship game that's, in that's Georgia, it. you know, and and, and, and might have done that to anybody that right. played. They Georgia had their close call in the semifinals. That's right. That's right. With Ohio State, yeah. and they weren't they weren't in the mood to mess around. I don't yeah. think in the finals. <laughs> well, obviously, but uh, you know, if he doesn't miss that kick, then it's TCU and Ohio State, and who knows what happens. I don't think Ohio State would have been near as dominant in that game. As a matter of fact, I think it would have played out a lot like the Michigan game, a yeah, very close game. Close but game, right. Anyway, it, that being said, if you're a Baylor fan, don't trash talk about the national title game. Right. That would be my advice. It's, and I'm saying, yeah, I'm yeah, not doing there's, that There's plenty all. of there's – stu- you know, there's, there's still that game with a very high score total that <laughs> we got scoreboard on that's still the greatest game I've ever seen in person. Just pure luck that I ended up, one of my best friends ended up getting tickets the day of. Yeah. We go see it. It was my first game in McLean Stadium. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. And we almost left. Uh. And we both, we talked it out. We were like, no, we got good seats. It's nice yeah. weather, you know, and, and it's our first game. We're going to yeah. stay till the end. And boy, am I glad we did. <laughs> and for those who don't know what I'm talking about, it's 61-58 game right. when Baylor uh, overcame a 28-point fourth quarter deficit. 21. 21, yeah. yeah. 21-point fourth-quarter deficit, scored 24 points behind Bryce Cherry and many, many other offensive superstars. Bryce Petty. Bryce Cherry was there, but. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Maybe it was behind Bryce Cherry. No, no, Bryce Petty, excuse me. <laughs> yes, 61-58, which uh, Bryce brought up in his column from Saturday, his 25, you know, top moments at the trip. Mm-hmm. He said it still comes up. He said he uh, heard from or saw a Baylor fan recently that left a tip to make sure I the saw that on amount, Twitter, yeah. yeah. The total <laughs> amount came up to sixty one fifty eight. Yeah. So that's that's gonna live on forever. That's pretty good. So you'll hear from uh, Sonny Dykes coming up uh, this hour. All right, quick question to our listeners. Do you know who the offensive coordinator is for TCU? I know you do. Uh it was Garrett Riley. It is no longer Garrett Riley. Where'd he go? He went to an SEC school, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, no, he went to Clemson. Clemson? Let me double South check. Carolina. So, Garrett Riley has moved on. The offensive coordinator for TCU is one Kendall Bryles. So, Kendall is there. You'll hear Coach Dykes refer to him. It's a couple of questions about him. So, um, again, we'll listen in to Sonny Dykes, his presentation at Big 12 Media Day. Yeah, he did leave to Clemson. become the offensive coordinator at Clemson. All right, very good. So that's coming up in the hour. It is a familiar name there, though. Uh, yeah, very <laughs> much so. And uh, uh, and Baylor and TCU will play this year. You know, we're missing some of the teams. You can't play everybody now in a 14-team league, but we'll most definitely play TCU. You got to have that. It's It may be the biggest rivalry left in the conference. Uh, 
Yeah, you might be right. It's close. Yeah. What would be what would be I mean, Texas OU is good. I saw an Oklahoma Fairly one of the Oklahoma fan accounts that I really like uh-huh. and they had they had that as the top remaining one. You mean after? After, yeah, after UT and Oklahoma okay. go to the SEC. Because Bedlam goes away. Right. Texas OU may continue, but it's not going to be a big twelve right. robbery. We won't care. Yeah. <laughs> so Baylor TCU might be it. Yeah. I think Baylor BYU is a budding robbery. And that was in he had he listed ten, and that was uh, Baylor TCU was one, and that was nine or ten. Really? Yeah. That's good. That's so. good. Yeah. There's some good ones. Farmageddon, K State, Iowa State. I think that That's was second. Was it? I believe so. Very good. So uh, we'll have that coming up in the hour. We're off and running. We'll take a break. Be back with more in just a moment. Over 100 again today. Yes, eighth straight day over 100 if you're keeping count. Uh, 21 days over 100 this year. So uh, watching uh, Channel 10 News at noon, uh, this one is about to make the chart of the top 10 summers. I think one more 100-degree day, which should be tomorrow, and it'll be the chart. It'll it'll be uh, number 10 on the list as far as total number of days over 100. <laughs> So, um, be careful out there. I was by uh, Baylor Ballpark. They got a baseball camp going on this week, and it's just, I mean, it's just scorching out there. But those kids that are there, man, they are eating it up. They they love it. doesn't affect them one bit. Yeah, I remember those days. Yeah. Vaguely, but I, you know, (laughs) my senior year, we were doing two days, and then we went right into cross country. It actually overlapped a little bit, and so I was a, I was doing a lot of running in hot weather. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's true. So warm, be careful out there, and we're glad you're with us from the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Elevate your career with a new job at Time Manufacturing Company. First, second, and third shifts are available. CNC machinists start at $21 an hour. Welders start at $22 an hour. And second and third shift differential is an additional $250 an hour. Time Manufacturing is a leading global manufacturer of vehicle-mounted aerial lifts, digger derricks, bucket trucks, and bridge inspection equipment. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. The deals at Mission Golf Cars in Waco are hotter than the Central Texas sun. Through the end of July, Mission Golf Cars is offering smoking deals with financing rates as low as 0% on all new EasyGo and Cushman golf cars, off-road buggies, cruisers, and utility vehicles. Plus, we're beating the heat by cooling off prices on our wide selection of used inventory for the golf course, the farm, the neighborhood, or the job site. Come shop our full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles in our air-conditioned showroom in South Waco or online at missiongolfcars.com. Financing provided by Sheffield Financial with approved credit. See dealer for financing details the source for baylor athletic news and information espn central texas in business since the 1940s alamo steel of waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year and now they're looking to grow their team 
They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. Commodores on this Tuesday as we welcome you back in the Allen Samuel Studios, brought to you in part by Alliance Bank at Alliance Bank Central Texas, independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. That's Alliance Bank Central Texas. Also brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the Pioneer Boys, serving Central Texas since 1943. Same ownership, same family-operated business covering four generations. John Embry has now handed the baton to Braden Embry, and they've got that great new Waco location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. A new store, but you'll find the same great customer service that you have come to expect for all those many years. Also a location in Bryan, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. That is Pioneer steel and pipe uh sad to pass along Uh, okay (laughs) let me let me finish this and then we'll go to that sad to pass along the passing of uh dick graves many of you know dick and jan graves here in the area dick has just been a tremendous uh baylor supporter for many 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 years through thick and thin i was talking to uh donovan burris and the bear foundation earlier today and i wanted to make sure donovan's you know a young guy (laughs) So I want to make sure he knew how how important Dick was to the Bear Foundation, to Baylor Athletics for many, many years. But he passed away yesterday. His visitation is tonight, uh, service tomorrow at 1 o'clock at First Woodway. So uh, we share the loss with Jan Graves and their family. Uh, Dick and Jan are just treasures for Baylor, Baylor University and Baylor Athletics, and uh, we mourn his loss. All right, uh, NFL training camps are opening. Cowboys uh, opening camp press conference today, Aaron, and some news from the Cowboys. Pretty big news. Yeah. Um, Cowboys have some contracts from very important players coming up in the next year or so. Uh, C.D. Lamb, Micah Parsons, and Trayvon Diggs. Well, 
Trayvon Diggs is taken care of. Cowboys have agreed to a five-year, $97 million contract with twenty-one with a $21.25 million signing bonus. The exact guarantees aren't listed in the ESPN article. Uh, obviously, the signing bonus is guaranteed. I don't know if any more than that is, but great news for, for the Cowboys. They've got their... Uh, They've got their lockdown franchise corner mm. locked up for the next five years, and that's one of those tough contracts that they've gotten out of the way. And it was the most urgent because he was he, he was a second round pick, so there's no fifth year option for him. So he was going to be a free agent after this year. Well, they could have franchise tagged him if they didn't reach an agreement, but obviously both sides wanted to avoid that, and they did. So Trayvon Diggs signs a five year extension worth. 90 over 90 million dollars 97 point 97 million dollars with 21.25 million dollar signing bonus wow all right all right very good more on the cowboys coming up matt mosley show uh it lets you listen in to part of uh jerry jones and was that stephen jones with him mm-hmm. okay. and, and mike mccarthy yeah so the cowboys camp opening press conference earlier today a uh, good chunk of which you heard live on uh, the press box at yeah, noon here today. The Cowboys Brain Trust. And I know it's radio and you can't see my hands, but I'm doing air quotes when I say that. <laughs> that is the Brain Trust. It right is. There. It actually is. <laughs> it really is. All right, let's take a break. Um, when we come back, let you listen in to a portion of uh, Sonny Dykes' press conference. Visit with the media at the Big 12 Media Days. Sonny Dykes heading into his second season head coach at TCU following a uh, fabulous 13-2 and two season a year ago for TCU. We'll have that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is ESPN Central Texas. Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubblegum-flavored broccoli? Or how about that gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor, and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn, and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of peers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy or this method or that. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer more methods and options than anyone in town. We've been doing this a long time, and we know what works. Let us teach you what we know and guide you through this most challenging process. It doesn't have to be painful. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of Diamore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. Diamore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. Diamore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing Diamore Fine Jewelers. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Kendall shares that same philosophy. I think that the offense will look pretty similar but it truly is, comes from a different place. I mean, Garrett was more of a traditional air raid guy and had uh, you know, pretty air raid heavy or air raid centric concepts. Uh, Kendall's got a lot of the same things, but probably a little bit more wrinkles maybe than we've had in the past. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. All right, let's get to it. Let you listen in to Sonny Dykes, the head coach at TCU, coming off that fabulous 13-2 and season a year ago, became, as Aaron said, the first Big 12 school to win a game in the college football playoff, played for the national championship, lost to Georgia, but got there with a big, big win over Michigan last year. And uh, Aaron kind of getting a lot of love this year, despite losing a lot of really key players from that team. Yeah, and I'm – I can see why. I mean, you usually, if, if you've had as great a season as TCU, even if you have some heavy losses, you're usually going to be voted pretty high in the in next year's poll. Uh, it didn't really happen with Kansas State. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got a ton of people coming back. Now, they lost Deuce Vaughn and, you know, some other really uh, key contributors, but they've got a lot of people coming back, and they they were voted below – a couple of teams that really surprised me. So TCU picked fifth in the preseason poll. They got three first place votes. They're behind Texas, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, and uh, then TCU at fifth, Baylor at sixth in the preseason poll this year. Here is Sonny Dykes going into his second year in Fort Worth. I'm uh, really excited uh, to be here again. I want to I want to thank the media uh, for being here and for covering the Big Twelve and. You know, I'm, I'm really excited about uh, what's going on uh, in our conference right now. Also, a little bit sad, just wanted to, uh, to touch on uh, the fact that Chuck Carlton's not here with us. Uh, Chuck was 
um, always did a tremendous job covering the Big 12 from the Dallas Morning News and and uh, really sad that he's not here with us and wish he was, but, uh, but certainly appreciate what he meant to the league and enjoyed uh, his coverage over the years and, and um, just wanted to, to say that. So again, glad to be here, man. This is, to me, it's a signal that football season is right around the corner. It's a very exciting time of the year. Um, we're blessed uh, to, to be in the Big 12 and in this tremendous facility. Uh, we're blessed, blessed to be in a conference that I think um, has, has proven to be one of the top conferences uh, in college football. Uh, you go and you look at the parity in the league last year. Uh, you know, to me, it was unrivaled. I think that um, there's not very many leagues when any team in the league can beat the best two or three teams. And that certainly is the, is the possibility in the Big 12 week in and week out. Um, and so I think it makes this, this league incredibly unique and incredibly different. There's obviously some changes happening with uh, Texas and Oklahoma exiting the league, but we welcome some really uh, good, capable members that I think are going to make the league better. Um, you know, the four teams coming in have had a, a great history of, of success. Um, I have tremendous respect for all those coaches at those institutions and the commitment of uh, those institutions to, to preparing them, uh, those schools to, to go and, and compete in the Big 12. And, you know, the resources those institutions can provide are going to allow those teams to be really successful. They all have a great recruiting footprint and, uh, and they all have, uh, you know, the things that you have to have in order to, to, have, a necessary, to, to have a strong football program. So excited about, about adding those teams. I just want to shout out to, um, to Brett Yormark and the leadership in the Big 12. Um, you know, I, I truly believe we have the best uh, conference commissioner um, in, in college athletics. I think his vision um, is unparalleled. Um, I love, um, you know, the confidence that he brings to the league. I think he's got a great understanding of, of um, you know, how to position the Big 12 to be incredi incredibly successful moving forward. And so couldn't, uh, couldn't be any more confident uh, in, a, in a commissioner that I am with Brett and appreciate what he's done, you know, for the league so far. And I know he's just, just getting started. So excited about that and feel really strong about the future of the Big 12 and, you know, our role in it. Um, you know, last year was a fun season uh, for TCU football. You know, we came last year and, and um, didn't have very high expectations. I think we were picked seventh in the preseason poll. Um, and I probably would have picked us lower, honestly. Um, uh, than I think the media did just based on what was coming back and, and the coaching change and, and all the stuff that, that, that transpired. Um, but, man, you got to give our players a ton, of, a, a ton of credit. You know, we had a good nucleus of players, uh, but what made that group interesting and fun to coach was we were better collectively than we were individually, and that's, that's a sign of a, of a great team. And I think that's what we had last year. You know, when the season started, I felt like we were an average football team probably honestly slightly below average. Uh, we won some games, got a little confidence, hit the, hit the second part of our schedule and started to win some games and became a probably slightly above average football team. Um, you know, won some, some games and figured out how to win, uh, became a probably good football team. And I think uh, at times last year, we, we were a great football team and uh, it was a fun ride to go on. Uh, those players, uh, Man, their, their level of commitment, 
and their respect uh, for each other was really just fun to be a part of. And it was a hell of a ride and, and something I'll never forget. Uh, but at the same time, we got to move forward. You know, uh, what happened last year is certainly not going to have any bearing on what's going to happen this year. Um, so a big challenge for us. You know, I think that we got a lot of eyeballs on us as we move forward, and that's what you want. You want to have high expectations for your program. You want people to pay attention. You know, I think, um, you know, everybody has slogans for their program. And I think, you know, when you think about TCU football, you know, our deal is we try to be, you know, all stake and no sizzle. And I think that's kind of what we want. Uh, we want to fly under the radar a little bit. Um, and, you know, I think it's a role that we relish. And, and um, you know, we want to overperform and, and underpromise. And so that's kind of our mentality uh, in our program. Let me just say this, too. I think a big part of TCU's success, you know, before I got here um, and, and certainly now, uh, you know, under Coach Patterson in, in the past was our leadership. Um, you know, I think we have tremendous leadership from the top down. Um, Victor Boschini, our, our chancellor's outstanding. He provides all the resources that we need. Uh, again, I feel like I've got the best chancellor in college football, the best athletic director in Jeremiah Donati. And, uh, and I think we're a great team. I think we share a vision uh, for what we want TCU's program to look like. And, and they certainly provide the resources that we need to uh, compete at the very highest level. So I'm blessed and fortunate to be here. And, excited about this season. Hey coach, Colin Wilson with the Action Network. Uh, last year you had one of the most explosive offenses in the nation, about 27 seconds per play. Now Kendall Bryles comes in, ran a much faster offense for Arkansas at 23 seconds. Are there any high level wrinkles we'll see with TCU offense? Yeah, um, you know, we did. We lost some really good football players. I mean, you look, you know, Max Duggan finished second in the Heisman Trophy. Um, you know, we had three wide receivers drafted. Um, you know, we had an offensive lineman, Steve Avila, drafted in the second round. Uh, you know, so we lost some, some significant weapons. You know, the thing I love, though, is the guys that we have coming back. You know, I think it all begins with your offensive line. I'm, I'm really excited about, you know, both of our tackles uh, that are coming back. I mean, to me, that's where it all begins up front. Uh, you know, Kendall coming in, I think he shares the same vision I, I do. You know, I think we're, we come from the same place as far as, as our, our football background in a lot of ways. Um, he wants to run the ball. You know, he wants to be a physical offense that runs the football. You know, and, and I think that's, that's what I want to be as well. You know, I think we saw the value in having a, a tough, physical, hard-nosed run game last year and the success we had up front and, and the success Kendra Miller had and Max running the ball. All those things were important to us having the success that we had. And, Kendall shares that same philosophy. I think that the offense will look pretty similar, but it truly is comes from a different place. I mean, Garrett was more of a traditional air raid guy and had, uh, you know, pretty air raid heavy or air raid centric concepts. Uh, Kendall's got a lot of the same things, but probably a little bit more wrinkles maybe than we've had in the past. As you said, um, has a history of playing very fast. You know, our pace of play will be determined by you know what figuring out ways to win football games and sometimes um, sometimes going slow and protecting our defense is, is the way to go to give ourselves the best chance to win sometimes you have to make those adjustments i mean you look at texas last year we go into that game two high-powered offenses and it's three nothing at halftime and so you've got to adapt as you get into those games and you have to do what it takes to win games and 
Uh, Kendall shares that philosophy just like I do. And, and so excited about getting him hired. I think he's a tremendous leader. I think he provides a lot of confidence to that group. I think our players really believe in him. I think they're, uh, they really like the, the system that we're running. And he certainly has a lot of experience, uh, you know, calling it. So excited to, to see what it looks like. And, you know, the big challenge is always to get the pieces to fit together, you know. And I really like the pieces that we have. You know, we've got some really high-quality young players that I think have a chance to step up. Also, some very high-quality transfers uh, as well. And, man, it, that's what makes it fun is seeing that stuff come together. You could see it, the beginning of it happening in the spring and certainly needs to carry over to the fall. But uh, really optimistic about that group that we have uh, offensively. Hey, Coach. My name is Mitch Lucas. I'm from the Kilgore News-Herald and from uh, the football beat. Dot com. Uh, just wanted to ask you, first of all, congratulations on last year. I know it's last year. Yep. Uh, you talked a little bit about uh, flying under the radar. I know you guys are now kind of the standard bearer. Uh, two parts. Will it be difficult to keep the guys grounded after such a great year? And um, talk, to, talk a little bit, if you would, about um, – you talked about Kendall. Uh, talk a little bit, if you would, about replacing not only Max, but – uh, replacing a guy like Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, um, thank Kendrick Miller. But yes, um, you know I think um, we're what made the team really good last year was our ability to not focus on stuff that we couldn't control. You know, and I think that was what made the group special. Was um, you know as the season rolled along and as you start to stack wins and you get ranked and you know, and, and uh, no one ever said, you know, we're 4-0 and we're ranked or we're 5-0 and and we're this or we're leading the Big 12 or we're this in the college football playoff. I mean, our players really did a remarkable job of just focusing on trying to get better every day. And it's a really a, a cliche. And I've coached teams in the past that probably haven't done a very good job of focusing on those things um, and have focused on the external stuff too much instead of, hey, going out and just getting better and improving. And, man, last year's team is really special that way. We never heard one conversation about about the, the college football playoff rankings. I mean, truly, we never had one as a coaching staff. Our players never had one that I heard. Um, you know, we just – our deal was, hey, man, let's control what we can control. Let's work hard. Let's practice well. Uh, let's go out and play hard and, um, you know, and be great at situational football. And so the guys really bought into that philosophy. And so – I don't really worry too much about that because I think that they saw how freeing that was, you know, and, and a big part of that was the fact that we were picked seventh. You know, there wasn't a lot of pressure. There wasn't a lot of expectations. And so we just just got to go out and play every Saturday. And the challenge this year will be to to not, you know, take on that burden and not worry about the expectations of the program moving forward. And they were able to do it last year. So I anticipate them being able to do it this year. You know, losing Max and, and Kendra and guys like that, I mean, what made last year's team, again, special was leadership. And, uh, you know, Max was, uh, was a tremendous, in some ways, once-in-a-lifetime leader. Um, and Steve Avila was a world-class leader as well. And, and we just had guys that, you know, willed us to victory. And, and the challenge is going to be to find those guys. I think they're in our program. Uh, but it's like anything else. It's our job to bring that, that part of them out. And if we can do that, then I anticipate us having a good year.
Hey, Coach. John Gerard from CBS Sports. How you doing? Good, good, man. What's up? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you mentioned a little bit, but can you take us a little bit through the process of identifying Kendall Bryles as your next offensive coordinator and uh, just identifying him as a coach, but also the due diligence maybe that you did beforehand? Yeah, yeah. A um, couple of things. Um, you know, you go back and you look at kind of what, what happened at Baylor. Um, you know, I was a young head coach when, when those things were happening, and so I followed it. I'd worked with Art prior at Texas Tech as an assistant and knew him a long time as a, as a high school coach. And, and so, you know, the thing that I always try to do is learn from situations. And, and so when, uh, when all that happened to Baylor, you know, the thing I tried to do is, is okay, let's make sure that this never happens in, in my program. And how can I go about doing that? How can I learn from, from mistakes that were made? And I think that we all want to do that. And I think that colleges across the board, whether it's Title IX, reporting, everything has gotten better because of, of what occurred there. Um, and so I did a lot of homework in that. I talked to a lot of people um, that were directly involved in that situation to learn from it. And that was a number of years ago. Um, and then had a chance to see guys move on from there and, and see how they did and if, if they had any issues that plagued them moving forward. And, and certainly all of those things were things I considered when I hired Kendall. I mean, I knew it was going to be an unpopular hire in some ways because of, of things that had happened. Um, but at the same time, I was very confident knowing from knowing Kendall from the time he was 13 years old. Um, and just talking to people that were directly involved in that situation. So, you know, that was, there was a tremendous amount of due diligence a number of years ago. Uh, when I was at, at SMU, I did a, a lot of due diligence as well, talked to a lot of people that were directly involved at Baylor and saw it and, and tried to learn from those mistakes. And then obviously, as we got down the road, hiring him. So, you know, I feel really good about the hire. Um, what was the other part of the question? Yeah, football-wise, okay. You know, I think, um, as I said earlier, you know, what he does fits what I believe in. Um, and so I think we're really aligned in terms of what we believe allows you to go out and, and have a chance to win on Saturday. And at the end of the day, you know, I don't care if we're running triple option. I don't care if we're throwing the ball 60 times a game. You know, I don't care if we have to, to win, you know, 55 to 48 uh, or you win three to nothing. You know, my goal is to try to win football games. And at, at the end of the day, our job as a coach is to figure out what that looks like, you know. And, and does that mean going really fast and wearing people down? And if that's the case, and then that's what the offense will look like. If that means going really slow and not turning the ball over and giving our defense a chance to win games, then that's what we'll do. And I think, you know, that'll be determined, really, uh, just which unit you know, consistently plays well. And there's going to be sometimes you get into games that are very unexpected, like we talked about with Texas earlier or Michigan. I didn't see the Michigan game maybe being as high scoring as it was. So you just have to figure it out. You have to be willing to adjust and adapt. You know, I think people ask me all the time what's different about college football. I mean, there's a lot of challenges out there right now, whether it's transfer portal, NIL, culture within programs. You know, you look around the profession, Four or five years ago, some of the top coaches, uh, most respected coaches in all of college football aren't coaching anymore because of uh, different reasons, scandals in their program. And so what you have to do, man, you got to be willing to adapt and adjust every day. And we had a good year last year, 
and all we've done is talk about how we're going to change. You know, we're not going to just sit here and say, we're going to keep doing things the way we've always done them. We're going to adapt and we want to try to get ahead of the curve. Uh, we want to try to be as innovative as we possibly can. Uh, any change that occurs in college football, we want to try to figure out how to make it work for us and give us an advantage. And uh, those are the things you have to do. And to me, the days of, of sitting up here and going, hey, look, we've always done it this way. We're going to continue to do it that way. Those things are changing, you know, and, and every single day we're trying to be innovative and creative and adapt and, and uh, get ahead of the curve. Stephen Johnson, Fourth Worst Star Telegram. How's it going, Sonny? Stephen, good to see you, man. Yes, sir. Um, Hope you, got, you had a good summer. Yeah, I was in Memphis the whole time, so yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, good for you. Had a lot of barbecue. Yes, sir. Um, you guys got a lot of new faces on offense, but you bring back a lot of experience on defense, almost the whole back seven, Josh, Johnny, et cetera. What are some of your reasonable expectations for what you want to see from on that side of the ball? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we'll take a big step defensively. I think when you look at, um, at Joe Gillespie and his track record, um, you know, I think his defenses, are, they, they get better. They just, the longer he's there, uh, the, the better the players understand what they're doing defensively, the better he can do a lot of the little nuanced things that, that, that make his defense different and unique and special. Um, I think our guys have a lot of confidence in the scheme and the technique. Uh, we've got a lot of depth. You know, if you look at last year, we, we rolled out a spring ball last year and we had five scholarship D linemen. And uh, typically, you don't have a lot of success if, if that's what you have. And we were able to address that in the transfer portal. You look at last year as well. I mean, we played really most of the season with only four scholarship linebackers. We just had a lot of injuries and we were hurt. And so that took a, a special way of adapting and adjusting the way we practiced, the preparation, to how we played guys in games, to taking guys off of special teams, everything we could do to keep that unit successful. And same thing at the corner position. We really were too deep, really, at corner last year. And the great thing about this group this year, we feel like we're seven or eight deep at corner. Uh, we feel like we're eight or nine deep at linebacker. Uh, we feel like we're 10 deep on the defensive front. Um, and so those things are all going to allow us to do different things defensively and take that next step. Um, you know. If you want to be a great program consistently, it all begins by playing great defense. You know, I think, I think if it doesn't matter if it's seventh grade football, the NFL, teams that play great defense and teams that can run the football have had a history of winning football games and, and doing it over the long haul. You know, I've been places where maybe our team wasn't built that way and we've had to outscore people, uh, which, you know, can be a little bit tedious. Um, and so, you know, my hope is this year we take a big step defensively, like I think we will. Um, we have a lot of speed. You know, you, you name some guys that, that have played a lot of football. And, um, you know, the group can run. The group is physical. I think they're good tacklers. They're good at fundamentals. They communicate well. You know, all the things that, that good defenses do, um, we have the makings of, of getting there. And my hope is you know, sooner than later, you know, we become a dominant defensive football team. And, and like I said, it certainly makes my life a lot easier uh, when that happens. That's Sonny Dykes heading into his second year as head coach at TCU from the Big 12 Football Media Days, uh, coming off the great season last year, looking ahead to 2023. Big opener for uh, Coach Dykes and TCU. Aaron, they play uh, primetime and Colorado in their opening game. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be fun. There's some really great early season matchups, and that is 
very, very high on the list. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't have huge expectations for Colorado, but you just never know. Right. They added some talent, that's for sure. Uh, a lot of new faces, for mm-hmm. sure. All right, take a break. Back with more in a moment. Wrap things up. Look ahead. Plenty more to come. Stay with us here in the 3 o'clock. Yeah, 3, three o'clock hour still. <laughs> 3 o'clock hour. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. Quicker games, more action. Baseball looks different in 2023. So do the Texas Rangers. Summer is fun again in Arlington. Make your plans to catch a game or two this season at Globe Life Field. More teams than ever are coming to face the Rangers. Great matchups, lively crowds, and climate-controlled comfort await you at the ballpark, along with fun giveaways and City Connect Fridays. Grab your tickets at rangers.com.
you go. That's nice. It is, uh, I think, a one-hit wonder. King Harvest is the name of the group. Absolutely. Yes. You knew <laughs> I, that. I can sing. I, I didn't remember who sang that one. Right. I, I was singing the song because I right. remember the song, but I, I could not have named the artist on that one. I like it. Very good. Great so, song. There we go. Welcome back. Final segment, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Back from vacation, uh, back in a big way. What do you guys have planned, Aaron, coming up between 4 and 6 today? Cowboys. Lots of Cowboys. It's pretty much, yeah. I mean, yep. we'll, we'll cover other things. I'll, we'll still have Campus Confidential with all the breaking news, including a big story on Jim Harbaugh. Probably going to get suspended a few games for some recruiting violations and uh, some other breaking college athletics news. But it's basically going to be two hours of Cowboy talk. We've got the uh, – the Cowboy Brain Trust of Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, and Stephen Jones had their State of the Union press conference earlier, so we're going to play some cuts from that, and Matt will react to it. And uh, we've also got John Machota from The Athletic to talk about that press conference and to talk about the Cowboys re-signing cornerback Trayvon Diggs to a five-year, $90 million contract. Very good. So all that coming up between four and six uh, with Aaron, with Matt, and the Rangers back on the air tonight. Tough loss last night to Houston, ten to nine. Astros win that game last night. It was, and I like they they had a brutal loss earlier in the season, and I can't even remember who it was. It was one of those where they had a big lead. And, yeah. But I've gotten to the point where, especially in baseball, where the season's so long, and basketball, that like tough losses like that don't bother me during the regular season. Usually, yeah. <laughs> last night was tough. It really? really was. Yeah, when it's the Astros, it just it just stings a little more. Well, think about it. I mean, but think about how the players feel too. Oh, absolutely. But you got to put it behind you. You got another game tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And you're still in first place, so yeah. you've got to. You just got to. Like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of Bruce Bosey's message. You know, it's a tough loss, but 162 game season, 163. Uh-huh. Sorry, or wait a minute, which 62. 62. Okay, I had it right the first time. That's a lot of games, and you're going to lose some very tough ones. You're also going to win some that you, you know, the, that you kind of surprise yourself with a comeback or two. But it's a long regular season; you can't let it bother you. Yeah, we will have game two tonight, starting with the pregame at six thirty, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Battle for the silver boot continues there. Reds uh, lost to the Brewers again. They they Reds are doing great. They just can't beat the Brewers, and the Brewers are in first place in the National League Central now by a game and a half over Cincinnati. Uh, Reds have lost six out of seven meetings with Milwaukee this month, just this month. Mm. So, and they're just a game and That's a half tough. back. Yeah. So think about that. And the one they won, uh, Ellie, the Cruz hit the hit a walk off, didn't he? I think you're right. Was and that Milwaukee? I believe. Well, it may have been the last series. It was two days ago. Yeah, it would have been. So the Giants. okay, it was yeah. the Giants, but he hit it out of the stadium. Did you see 456 the 456? Yes. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. he's not like a. He's a he's not a small guy. Yeah, but he's more kind of tall and lanky. He is kind of like a kind of like Juan Gonzalez was. Yeah, even though Juan Gonzalez was obviously very muscular, uh, he's not like a a big big guy like McGuire or even like Mike no. Trout. No, but obviously he can hit the ball a long miles. Way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you get a chance, go just go Google. Uh, that home run and yeah. watch it. It is it is something to behold. Just Google Ellie De La Cruz and there'll be all kinds of highlights show up. Right, and that, runs, that'll be the first one. Rose, yeah. So um, Reds and the Brewers. Stealing home plate. Play tonight. Yeah, yeah. He's After he'd fu- stolen second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually stealing every base yeah. 
On two pitches. On two pitches, yeah. Just <laughs> incredible. That's the most amazing He is amazing fun. Thing. He is fun to watch. All right. Uh, birthdays today. It is Dwayne Brooks' birthday down in the Houston area. Happy birthday to him. Uh, Brock Bowling's birthday is today. Oh, it's Jim Marcioni's birthday. Jim is retired from the University of Kansas. Worked there, uh, worked at the NCAA prior to the University of Kansas. But always fun when we cross paths with each other. And he's uh, retired and living in the Dallas area now. So happy birthday to Jim Marcioni. It is uh, Todd Graffinini's birthday today. Uh, he did Tulane. Now he does the New Orleans Pelicans. Play-by-play, play. happy birthday to him. Uh, Adrian Robinson's birthday is today, former Baylor defensive back. Uh, great guy. Happy birthday to him. Jeff Fortenberry's birthday is today. I know a lot of you know Jeff here in the Waco area. Happy birthday to him. And let me add to the birthdays, uh, Tweety and Brittany Carter's birthday uh, anniversary today. So uh, Tweety, former Baylor basketball standout, now on the coaching staff and his wife, Brittany, is just a jewel of a person. So happy happy anniversary to Tweety and Brittany Carter. And I don't think I'm going out on a limb by saying he's still the all-time scoring leader in Louisiana, right? I'm assuming since he started in eighth right. grade right. on varsity that that record's probably going to be close to impossible. He had a head start. To and yeah. he put up a lot of points every year. Yeah, so. yeah, I think you're right. Pretty amazing. Yeah, that's a... Uh, if Lace didn't break his record, then nobody's going to break his you're, record. You're absolutely <laughs> right about that. All right, who else would you add to the birthday list today? Short list, but very distinguished. Joey's birthday today. Joey. Matt, Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. Yeah, from, yeah. from Friends, obviously, is 56. Also, that terrible Lost in Space movie with Gary Oldman. He was in that, too. <laughs> and uh, the uh, number one overall pick in this year's NFL draft and Heisman Trophy winner, Bryce Young, turns 22. Mm. And last but certainly not least, the daughter of our very own Matt Mosley, Parker Mosley, turns 16 today. Whoa, really? Yeah, so. That's Driving a, now, huh? Absolutely, yeah. He talked about that on the show yesterday. <laughs> Said she did quite a bit of driving on their vacation. So very, very trusting. Very good, yeah. very good. Yeah. Happy birthday. That's a, this is a big 16 day. is a big one. It really is. So happy birthday to Parker Mosley. All right, very good. I'll add one more to the birthday list. Uh, and this one, you know, you're usually really good about musicians mm -hmm. and adding them to your birthday list. There's one of the all-time great musicians. His birthday is today. Now, I say all-time great. That's coming from me. So who do you think it might be? <laughs> it is Verdine White from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, wow. Maurice yeah, White's, no. uh, bro the late Maurice White's brother. Right. Verdine White. If you, if you look at the group, he's the big, tall cat daddy with the long hair that plays the bass guitar. Oh, okay. That's Verdine White. I can't. I, that wasn't in any of my lists. Really? And I, I actually checked. Uh, two different ones now. Yeah. <laughs> and since the day was slow, I, I checked three. Wow. And then that one on there. So I don't know how. Yeah, I missed I don't that know one. why. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to uh, Pat, Pat Nunley and I refer to him as Cat Daddy. That is Cat Daddy Verdine White. So, so just criminally underrated. Oh, yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, gosh, yes. An amazing band. And I, that honestly, that's it's good that you, I think, mean, you know, not that they needed, but... Uh, Kind of keep that we do flame here, alive, we? Yeah, yeah, with yeah. the with the funky bump of the day. It's yeah. probably eighty five, ninety percent of the time. 
is them. <laughs> That's so, right. Yeah, That's and, my go-to. And you sure. don't hear them a lot on the radio, and yeah. you should, because they made a lot of great music. That's good. Happy birthday, Verdine White. Absolutely. All right. All right. We're going to move out of here and make room for Matt Mosley coming up next. A lot of Cowboys news today, the uh, opening camp press conference today. They've got it all covered for you coming up. Remember, the press box back on the air tomorrow at noon, noon to one, right here on ESPN Central Texas, where, Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow in the 3 o'clock hour. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Okay, appreciate you guys. Thank you. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics.